and welcome to the Deadline Detroit podcast. I'm Jeff Watrick. Joining me in studio today is Curb Detroit's Paul Bashori. We'll talk about the bizarre drama surrounding the Packard plant auction and what should and likely will happen to that iconic site. But first, we have to pay some bills. Scrapbusters owner Bill Wild would like to thank all of Wayne County for 25 years of support. So who comes into Scrapbusters? Anybody that wants to save money. What we offer is a low-cost option for people to fix their cars and keep them on the road. You know, our customers have a blast when they come to Scrapbusters. It's very easy, it's safe, it's clean, and you can save a lot of money. And we just want to tell everybody we appreciate their loyalty and their business. Bill Wild and Scrapbusters, serving the community for 25 years. Hello and welcome back. Uh, joining me in studio today is Curb Detroit editor Paul Bashori. Uh, and we're going to talk a little bit about the, uh, well, the saga surrounding the Packard plant. Paul, uh, thanks for being here. Thanks for having me. So, uh, Dr. Jill Van Horn, crazy She's Texas out. mystery doctor, bid $6 million but didn't quite work out. So what's, what's next for the Packard plant? Uh, well, right at the moment, uh, the county gave um, the option to buy to Bill Holtz, the, the developer who failed to pay the first million before the auction, who wants to make the villages of Packard. And um, he has till the end of the day to pay up. Mm-hmm. And uh, this is the guy who failed to pay one million initially. Now they're asking him to pay two million. So if I had to bet, I'm going to say he's not going to come up with the money. And then it goes to this this guy from Peru who who has a pretty interesting development track record, right? Yeah, um, it's Fernando Palazuelo. Mm-hmm. Is, is how I assume it's pronounced. Right. Um, he's done a lot of work in Lima, Peru. They kind of treat him like their own Dan Gilbert in mm-hmm. Lima. Um, he's taken all these historic buildings and renovated them into affordable office space and apartments, I think, and uh, stuff like that. So he's bidder number three. So it'll go to him next if Holtz fails to do anything. And even with with this guy, who seems like he's got a really interesting background and track record, this auction thing doesn't make a lot of sense. Because if you're prepared to build, bid $2 million for this building because you believe you can make money off it, you could have had it for, what, under a million a couple weeks ago? Right. Yeah, it's... I really think it's kind of embarrassing for Wayne County how they're going about this, how they're treating it. Like, it's just... It's like such a short-term thing for them. They right. see the Packard plant, and all they want is money out of it right now, mm-hmm. and they just don't want it on their hands. And so, you know, I feel like Kwame Kilpatrick could walk in there with two million dollars, and they deed it to him. Right. Um, but it's such a it's such a mess on so many different levels that it's like something that needs a long-term solution, and like just auctioning it off to whoever. Even like, like they'd have to find someone with Dan Gilbert's kind of money. And like half his business sense to right to get someone who was fully capable of dealing with the situation right now. Well, I heard on Wednesday that the uh, estimate estimate for uh, demolishing it would be another twenty million dollars. Yeah, which is just crazy to get you down to a flat piece <laughs> of land in Detroit. Right on the east side. It's, yeah, it's absurd. Um, and those estimates, like it's a ten million dollar estimate to clean it up, just to clean right. up the contaminants. And that's based on studies that are like pretty incomplete. Like the last asbestos study I know mm-hmm. happened, it was the DEQ and they did it in the 90s. And since then, like half the property has been, you know, torn down and it's disappeared. And so I'm sure the asbestos is, is way more widespread. widespread at sure. This point. Um, and then of course, what do you do with it? Cause it's not really in a location that's ideal for anything. Yeah. Yeah, that's kind of the thing, is, like, 
they're treating it as though once it's flat land, it's just perfectly developable property, and it's in an area of like terribly low land values. And right. So, I don't know what they expect to come of it from mm-hmm. the developer. I feel like it's just a situation where they need to be proactive and like court sponsors and developers for something unique. You know, it's there's like a lot of value in the Packard plant, kind of as a brand or like right. as an object. And just treating it as land that just needs some cleanup is kind of the wrong way to go about it. Um, I also wonder, given the, the not only the size of the site but also the scale of, of the, the demolition work that would need to be done, is if the site really needs to be sort of like subdivided into several parcels, where there may be some salvageable buildings, there may be some parts that aren't salvageable, and then if you have seven or eight developers or ten developers in there, you know, mm-hmm. maybe three of them are successful, and then yeah, yeah, I think that's, like, getting it to that point is further down the road. I mm-hmm. think the county and, I think the county needs to team up with, like, the city and the state and, first of all, secure the property. Right. Like, right now it's the county's property, I think, technically, because they're the ones who deed it over to the person who wins the auction. Right. And it's just this big, unsecured mess. You know, mm-hmm. they're liable for stuff that goes on there. And every day that this building is scrapped more, it loses value. Like, that's demolition costs go up, there's less steel. Right. And I feel like that's an easy thing to stop. Um, these guys are out there, you know, they're not. it's not like a smash and grab type theft. These guys are out there cutting off I-beams all day, like taking whole buildings away, like stopping that, blocking some of the roads that get in there. Mm-hmm. Just basically securing it should be priority one, because every day they don't do that, it just becomes a deeper hole for them to get out of. I mean, do you think the amount of time and energy put into this building, it, it, it's an iconic structure and, it, and and everything, but is it really a development priority? Or do you think, like, you just sort of, like you say, <laughs> secure it and leave it in this sort of black hole? I, I think it's it's something that you just need to look at as an asset and take the value that's there. Like. Mm-hmm. Like I said, it's kind of a brand. PR-wise, this could be a gold mine for, you know, corporations or sponsors or whoever wanted to get into it. If you look at, uh, like, GM or Dan Gilbert right. or Penske and these guys who are doing big things downtown, the biggest criticism of them is that they don't go into the neighborhoods. Right. And I feel like this is a really good opportunity for the county to create some sort of situation where these guys could help do, like, a very public and, you know, widely publicized project uh, that is in the neighborhoods and that would help people in one of the worst parts of Detroit. And so I I just don't see why we can't think about it creatively or innovatively and why we're sitting here like kicking the can down the road because eventually this is, unless some incredible developer comes up, this is going to go back to the county in, you know, X number of years. Mm -hmm. And so you think they'd try and serve it up or like... um, Present it as an opportunity. Sure, you know maybe maybe make it the new Wayne County Jail. Um, <laughs> yeah. Which uh, let me ask you about that because I think there's an interesting parallel between the the, the jail site, which is <laughs> appears now to be going to Dan Gilbert, and the Packard plant, which is that we have so much vacant land in the city, but suddenly the two hottest properties in Detroit are these sites that have these hulks of buildings that need to be taken down before mm-hmm. you can even start anything. Yeah. It's, Why is that? It's crazy. <laughs> I think that's that's just the result of of Wayne County's own struggles, their own inability to right. make these projects work. I mean, with the jail, it's 
that's such a fluke, you know, that's, that's just a weird situation that Wayne County got itself in. Um, the Packard plant is also, th that's the reason I think it, it's such an opportunity is because it's not, it's not just a normal everyday ruin. It's like just this huge 3.5 million square feet of contaminated land and it, it just needs more than let's find a good developer for it. Because even if it was completely blank land, like what are you going to get out of that? Like mm -hmm. uh, cheap housing or right. I don't know. I just can't imagine. And for who? Be. Who would live there? Yeah. You know, like, there's there's nothing good that can come out of it. I don't think unless you like take it for what it is and and repurpose what's still left. Mm -hmm. I mean, I guess back to the, the, the jail site and the, the parallel I'm trying to make is like. Mm -hmm. Greektown has been there forever. Greektown Casino has been there for a decade. Yeah. Through all this time, this parcel of land that's right there, adjacent to this entertainment district, probably the stablest entertainment district in the city, freeway access, all the rest, Fort Field and Comerica Park last decade, no one wanted it until a jail was there. Like, mm -hmm. to me, that's really synonymous with the dysfunction of real estate in Detroit. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Uh, are, are we close to, like, maybe getting past that absurdity or... Or is this just the way things work here and why we're bankrupt? I I mean, that particular piece of land, it used to belong to the casino. Right. They sold it to Wayne County, I think, like a decade ago. And, um, you know, what's happened since then. I don't know. I feel like with, with Detroit, real estate-wise, uh, considering how much of the real estate moves through this crazy tax auction, this right. like, wildly unproductive, um, awful system we have, it's kind of, you can't look at it or compare it to anything else. It's its own, mm -hmm. its own creature, and uh, that's that's Detroit's own absurdity. And you just have to deal with it as it is. And if it takes this one hundred fifty million dollar, you know, crazy situation to get this huge new development in a place that otherwise wouldn't have gotten attention, then you just have to take it that way. Um, so six months from now, if we're to circle back and look at where the Packard plan is, where do you see the Packard plan story being six months from now, or a year from now? That's a, a good question. Um, I don't know. I, I kind of imagine, I just can't imagine a successful outcome to what we're doing now. Mm -hmm. Even if this um, Spanish developer who's known for doing these sorts of things. Peruvian developer. Oh, okay. Yeah. Right. Um, I know he works in, in Lima. I didn't know if he was from Peru. Um, but if, even if he gets that property and he is the most promising candidate we have, I just don't see... I can't imagine he has the millions and millions and millions necessary to like do more than just basic securing the property. Like you need the state or someone in there to help you clean up like that ten million dollars of contaminants, probably more. Right. Um, and six months from now, I don't see it being any different. Mm -hmm. you know, I don't know whose name is on the deed, but I can't imagine a noticeable <laughs> change. Um, and what? In terms of forget forget the dollars and cents and 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 the politics of it, sort of describe to me as as someone who follows real estate here what you think the best most practical use of the site would be. I mean, is it is it as is it taken down and become some sort of parkland? Do you see like the housing mm -hmm. and hotel development working? Is it something else? I mean, I I see it as well most practical. Um, if you take away dollars and cents. What I'd want to see it become is something that sort of celebrates what it is. Mm -hmm. It's like it just on its own being like a a lawless, you know, like miniature Somalia in the middle of Detroit. Right. Um, 
it attracts all these tourists from all over the country and the world. They had a bus of Chinese tourists just a couple weeks ago. Um, and I think that's something you can, you can take and sort of enhance. And it sounds crazy in terms of liability, but if you choose a part of it you want to save, right. and just secure it and like slowly work up to that, then I think that that's sort of your best option and the best way to use what value this property does have because I don't, I don't see what else you're going to do. These buildings are too far gone. It wouldn't be like restoring them. It'd be rebuilding them right. if you wanted to make a new factory there. Uh, so, yeah, I see it as the best case scenario, like, you know, using the building for what it is, uh, kind of celebrating that it's a ruin. And I think Detroit does this thing where they're really embarrassed about their ruins and they get very upset about ruin porn. But I think the most embarrassing thing about those ruins is that we're not doing anything to, like, stabilize them or, right. you know, uh, kind of keep them intact and celebrate them. We sort of push them under the, under the rug and hope that no one notices. So I see this as, like, an asset that we should go after rather than this burden that the county wants to just get off its books. All right. Well, um, I think we'll leave it there. Paul, thanks for coming in, and uh, hopefully somewhere down the road <laughs> we can talk about some actual good news happening yeah. in the Packard plant. Yeah, I'll see you in a few years. Oh, take care. <laughs> Thanks.